Hey yo everybody, welcome to episode 9 of the Joey and Amanda podcast. I'm Joey. And I'm Amanda. What is happening today? Today we're diving deep and answering all of your questions that you have sent my way. Well, not all of them, but... Uh, the good ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that you've sent my way on Instagram story about um, the business of art how to get how to turn your passion into a career how to make money from art what to do when you are struggling with inspiration and how to grow a following and all that good stuff that people ask me every single day <laughs> let's do it <laughs> All right, let's just jump right in. So I'm going to be um, reading you questions that yes. people submitted. Yes, um, on Instagram. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, thank you for sending these. I will great. be representing all of you. I'm the voice of the people. <laughs> Love it. All right. Are you ready for this? I am ready. Okay, so say I'm currently stuck in a nine to five. Mm-hmm. No art jobs available. What advice can you give? Okay, so if you are an artist and you already feel comfortable in your craft and it's just that you can't find work at the moment, my advice, because I've been there, is, or I was working several jobs while looking for art jobs, is every single day go online and look for jobs on and different like temp agencies i can give you a couple good ones at least that they work for california i'm not sure where you are but um creative circle is a good one is a good resource onward search is a good resource actually onward search is who hooked me up with working for e-entertainment and illustrating um from nine to five so i was like full-time artist because of them so i would say every single day keep searching Put your resume out there and dedicate maybe two two hours a night to just doing that. Uh, Craigslist. I know it sounds weird, but there's a lot of art jobs on there too. Um, and work on your own craft because a lot of times you can create your own job nowadays. With you can just pop up a website and um, have your artwork available on there. Etsy is another one. Um, so yeah, those are some resources. Okay, so you just mentioned getting your artwork out there. Mm-hmm. How do you get your artwork out there? Well, thankfully now with social media, it is so much easier to get your artwork out there. And we don't have to depend on galleries or even in the old, old days where the only way that they would do is people just paint outside so people can see what they're working on. Now, um, so my advice is to... Post your work on Instagram, post your work on Facebook, post it on Twitter, go on Tumblr, on Pinterest, literally every free platform. It's there for you at the touch of a button, and we have the privilege to be able to do that now. So use your resources. Um, When I first started and I created an illustration, I put it on Pinterest, I put it on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, you name it, it's out there because I spent the time to put it there. So um my advice is to get your artwork out there is to create constantly daily and put 
put it out there. Get it out there. And that's doing that consistently day after day, week after week, year after year. People will see it. Great. Um, so these questions are in no particular order. So um, just a heads up, we might be sort of jumping around like timelines. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> so to you for a second, what made you pick illustrations as your focus? So um, I've told this story in a previous episode, but um, what inspired me to pick illustration is actually a college counselor so I've always loved drawing it was always my passion I loved illustrating since I was very little and painting and um, when I went into school and I spoke to the counselor I said you know I really want to be an artist but I don't know if I'll make money you know being an artist because that was my mentality back then I didn't know any better my parents aren't artists and um, so I thought but I really want to do art, so I'll just be a graphic designer because that's close enough. And the counselor told me, you know what, what do you love doing? If it didn't have anything to do with money, what do you love? And I said, I love drawing. I love illustrating. And she said, there's a lot of people that are going to want to be graphic designers because it's their true passion and you're going to be competing against them in the real world. So the best choice is to do whatever you're best at and that's where you will shine. And that piece of advice was one of the best pieces of advice I ever got. So that day I switched my major, I picked illustration, I never looked back, and I'm so glad I did. Why is it that people say you won't make money as an artist? So that is a very old way of thinking. I'm going to read off these names really quickly. I'm probably going to butcher them. If I do, I am so sorry. I'm just really bad with pronunciation. Um, Caddy Noland. Marlene Dumas, Yayo Kusama, Bridget Riley, Julie Miretu, Cindy Sherman, Jenny Seville, love Jenny Seville, Viha Clemens, Beatrice Melhazes, and Lee Bonteco. And those names, one thing they have in common is they're all female, they're all living, and all of their art pieces sell for over millions of dollars. Um, so I would just find an artist that follow these careers. How did they do it? And I think that that can inspire you because I always feel that when I did figure out this list, when I did realize that there's so many female artists that are successful out there, it made me feel, it made me think if they can do it, why can't I? I can definitely do it. If I have to work harder, I'll work harder. So, um, I think that just following their careers and seeing that it is possible, you can do it too. So to build off that, how do you or how can somebody make an income or make income um, in an art career? There's there's many different ways to make income in an art career. Um, I started working for E! Entertainment a year after graduating. I was working from 9 to 5. Yes, it was a desk job, but I was drawing all day. It was amazing. It was digital art. And I loved it. And I'm sure some people would love to do that. Um, BuzzFeed hires a lot of artists. Um, I personally wanted to be my own boss. So, you know, after that, that was one of my goals. So that was something short-lived. But you can work digitally for a company. You can work on movie sets, you can design clothes, there's fashion illustration, you can paint and tour and join galleries 
or you can just work from home just like I do and sell your prints and your originals online. Um, so there's a lot of different ways. And um, I always say, what do you what do, would you like to do? If there were no barriers, what would you like to do? Imagine that. And then once you figure it out, then do some research and see who else is doing it. How can I get there? And if nobody else is doing it, then you can always start it. Put up a website and start selling whatever it is that you create or whatever your artwork is. How do you find the courage to pursue your passion regardless of the risk? For me, the the bigger risk is living a life where I'm unhappy and I am not doing something that I love doing every day and I'm not authentically contributing to society by being my best self and using the talents that I was given and that I worked so hard for. So... Um, I think that's a much bigger risk, in my opinion. Um, I would rather, you know, thankfully, within a year, um, I was in 2015, I started making six figures from my artwork. But even if I wasn't, I know that I was much happier doing what I love doing. And I would be fine making even less than working for somebody else and doing something where I didn't feel fulfilled. How do you deal with artist block? I get this question a lot, and I think a part of it is you have to trick your brain. Um, Just like anything, you create a habit of waking up and brushing your teeth in the morning. If that wasn't a habit, then you wouldn't wouldn't do it. Um, So you have to trick your brain and create the habit of creating every single day. Now, scientifically, after three months, your brain starts working and, and creating a new habit if you do something every single day for 90 days. So my advice is to create a drawing a day for 90 days once it becomes a habit then it becomes easier to create and it's not so foreign to you and it's not that hard another piece of advice i would give is whenever you have an idea write it down in your notes on a piece of paper whatever you have write it down so when you do have a creative block but let's say you have the extra time to create and you're like, oh man, I wish I wish I, I was inspired at the moment. You can go back to your list of ideas and create from something that you previously wrote, written down. And that's what I've been doing. That's why um, I recently finished creating 400 drawings. I started in 2017. And because I would write down these lists whenever I felt like, oh man, I don't really have something I'm inspired by today or yesterday, I would go back to the list and and create from there and right now my list is hundreds of ideas long I would need another couple years to even complete it and I just keep adding to it so that's my best piece of advice for that so the question is the next question is how do you find inspiration every day so like when you make those lists how do you figure out what goes onto the list Good question. So for me, everybody is different and everybody gets inspired by different things and they see the world completely differently. For me personally, um, we all grow and we're all going to be inspired by different things at different stages in our lives. And, um, you know, when I started my um, a couple years ago, I was doing an endangered species collection and I was inspired by animals and um, the environment and that was all that was a result from working for Greenpeace so I was canvassing and working for them and because of that that resulted in me thinking about the endangered species more than I usually would um, which started off uh, 
collection that I worked on for two years and I donated to Greenpeace and the World Wildlife Fund. So I think it's just being in tune with what's happening in your day-to-day life and um, create from inspirations that are happening to you currently because this part of your life and whatever you're inspired by right now is going to be completely different than what you're inspired by five, ten years from now. Um, And it's all important. So... Yeah, I would just say um, create from your current inspirations that are happening around you and what drives you and what moves you and what makes you want to paint or draw or work on the ceramic piece or whatever it is. Whatever is important in your heart, create from that. And there's something to be said for like if you are looking for inspiration, just to go do something. Yeah. And something will happen or you'll see something and experience something. Whether it's like going for a walk or going yeah. for a drive or going to the beach or going for a hike or whatever it is, go do something. I love that you that you added that because it's so true. I think now, <laughs> I think nowadays, um, you, you you turn to your computer, you turn to your phone, and you're like, I want to, I'm gonna get inspired. I'm gonna look at other things, but uh, right, that's a great point. It's true, right, yeah, right, exactly. So, but there's no better inspiration than just life experience. Right. Just go out there, take a weweekend drive or or go watch people go sit in a market right even if it's even if it's even if you're in a place where you you can't really you can't go to a beach or you can't go for a hike like go out to to lunch somewhere go sit sit at a restaurant or sit at a mall exactly just go do something yeah just go do something yes i love instead of sitting sitting around thinking yeah how do you figure out if you're good enough so that question was a a mix of also another question when somebody was saying how do I know that my work is good or I don't feel very comfortable with my skills in art and my answer to that is if you don't feel comfortable with your artwork and you don't think it's that great then you should do something about it which is educate yourself on the basics educate yourself on color theory on figure and anatomy on on ceramics if that's what you want to do whatever it is if you don't feel good enough there's always steps that you can take so you can feel more comfortable so if you're more educated on whatever subject then you feel better talking about it right so it's the same thing with art if you're more educated and you've created and you've experienced um painting figures or whatever it is uh then you'll feel more confident but there has to be action and that's the hardest part and i know a lot of people overthink things, but they're not really putting in the work. So my advice to you is just start and start. Everybody starts at zero. So just start and, um, you know, take some classes, get a fine arts degree. If that's not possible, teach yourself, go to some workshops. Um, yeah. One of you said, I can go months without creative energy. How would you tackle this for a full-time art? Art. Yeah. Um, this actually goes back to the the question the answer for this question Mm -hmm. i would go back and say yes if you're not creative all of the time Mm -hmm. and you find that tough it's because you haven't trained yourself to be creative all the time Mm -hmm. and going back to my Mm -hmm. last answer is just create every single day for 90 days make it a habit um yeah i would go back to that that answer for that question nice Told you we're going to jump around timelines, but... Jump around, uh, jump, 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 jump. <laughs> uh, Did you always plan on being an artist for a living, or did it just happen? 
uh, this is definitely, I don't think, something that just happens. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you, you know, uh, I've always been an artist since I was little. I've always taken classes, but I have strategically planned a lot of my life Um, As soon as I figured out this is what I wanted to do for a living, which was when I was in college, I started off with business because I didn't really know that being an artist was an option. Um, When I switched to an art major, which was my second year of college, ever since I said, "Okay, this is what I want to do for a living. I love art. Um, What life do I want? Uh, Where do I want to live? And, you know, I decided that. I want to live abundantly and I want to travel and I don't want I want to just live abundantly. So living like this makes me it it really pushes me to work harder and to work every single day because of what I want. I think everybody's different. What people not everybody wants to live in one of the most expensive cities in the U.S. like I do. Um, so the amount of work that you would put in probably wouldn't be as much. But um yeah. Is it possible to be an artist without going digital? Yes. Uh, and, and it's funny you're asking me that question because all of my work is not digital. I'm I'm using just markers, pens and pencils for all my drawings. Um, yeah, of course. I mean, all I I'm pretty sure the list of artists that I just gave you in the beginning of this podcast of all the the artists that sell their artwork for millions of dollars, I'm pretty sure most of those are paintings. So yes, um, you definitely don't have to go digital. Uh, No. How do I pursue a career in art if I don't have a fine arts degree? So a fine arts degree, what that really is, is it teaches, you learn so much going to school. So those, those four or five years that I spend um, that I spent in school learning, you know, you can really just teach yourself, but, or take courses, take workshops, go online, take Skillshare classes, watch YouTube videos, create for four to five years, dedicate to your, your life to that. You, you know, it's just about being disciplined. And, um, so technically, you know, that's, you don't have to have the degree, but it helps a lot to, um, it's kind of like a jump start. So you, you can do it for yourself at home and there's so many tools to do it online, but you just have to be disciplined um, to get the basics down and to build a great foundation so you can start creating and you don't have to worry about learning the basics and all you have to worry about is creating. Um, so my advice or you know, what I say to that is, you know, it do, it's not necessary, but in I can only speak for myself. And I really think that I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for my art degree. How can I find my style of art? Um, I get this question a lot. And I think that a style comes naturally once you continue to create. So my answer to that is always create 1000 art pieces. And by the 1000 art piece, you're not going to have that question anymore because you'll already have found your style. Do you think social media has helped expand your art career? Yes, definitely. Um, so it has helped me so much. Like I said before, is I put my artwork out there on so many different platforms and 
through live streaming, that was... I feel like he's not. <laughs> do you? I don't but maybe they do. I just burped. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah. Anyways. You guys smell that? <laughs> okay. Well, question one more time. Do you think social media has helped expand your art career? Yes, definitely. Um, gosh. It's going to burp again. <laughs> um, yeah, we just had dinner a little while ago, and it was delicious yeah delicious but it was tacos um but it was delicious mm -hmm. um do you think social media <laughs> has helped expand your art career yes yes social media has definitely helped my art career uh, because i was able to grow such a big audience of people that connected with my artwork through the comfort of my home because of these apps. Um, the first app that helped me out a lot was Periscope, and that was through live streaming. I would live stream every single day and paint, and I grew a following there. Um, then Instagram, I started growing a following on Instagram. So that helped me so much, and not only grow a community of like-minded people that appreciated my work and but also it's amazing because it helped me not have to depend on galleries which is something that artists used to have to depend on years ago um now i i really i'd rather not show at galleries because they take so much money um they, they take a huge cut 40 percent most galleries so i love social media i recommend everybody to get their work out there and while we're talking about social media, um, what are some tips on how to increase followers? Tips on increasing followers, I would say, I actually just had somebody ask me if I pay for ads. And my answer to that is no. I remember I tried paying for ads back before I when I didn't have a following. And it just did not work. Just people did, don't follow because there's an ad that mm -hmm. says, like, look at this artwork. It just didn't work for me. Um, people, people follow more when your work is recommended to them by other people or they see it on a post that, of somebody that they follow. So my advice is to, um, to get out there on social media is to just create every single day. I... Did, I was on Instagram for about, uh, let's see, like 10, uh, hold on. I was on Instagram since 2011, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Yeah, I was on Instagram for about like six, six years and my Instagram barely grew. And it wasn't until I started drawing every single day and posting it out there that my Instagram blew up. So mm -hmm. I grew about 800, 840,000 followers within two years. Yeah, that was so cool to see. Yeah. That was crazy to <laughs> yeah, watch. Yeah, you were from the beginning, I remember. Yeah, was that like, was so cool. Um, so yeah, so my advice is just put your work out there and don't worry about the followers, just worry about the work and and creating work that's relevant to you and authentic to yourself. And if you get it out there, you will find a community of people that can relate to what you create. And keep going. How do I get out of wanting my art to be perfect. So Joey and I were just talking about this. Yesterday we went to an Iron and Wine concert and it was 
amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of people have this issue where they're like, oh, this isn't, the, my work isn't good enough or it's not perfect or, or you hesitate. And my advice to that is don't worry about that. Just create, create, create and put it out there. And how many artists do you listen to? And they have these hit songs within like they've had like a long, like, I don't know, 15, 20 year career. And they have a couple hit songs. But to get to those hit songs, they had to create and they had to write so many songs in between. And it's the same thing for art. Um, I create artwork all the time. And it's just like one out of every like 40 50 art pieces will really trend and then the rest maybe not that much but that's fine um so my advice to you is just keep going and everybody creates things that they're not happy about sometimes every single person i mean even i mean he's so professional and he messed up his lines i think like twice to one of his own songs yeah Yeah, his, his lyrics and it was fine everybody understood like that's not a big deal so i would say don't overthink the small stuff just keep creating and keep going and you will see that your art will just keep getting better you'll never get worse you'll only get better so keep going do you ever feel insecure about your work yeah, there's sometimes that I will put something out there. You, you know, I feel at the time, I guess I don't really realize something's off or not good until later that I've advanced. And then I look back at my work and I'm like, oh, well, like that angle was so wrong. Why is her arm like that? Look, so I don't really notice it that much while I'm creating it until later. But sometimes I do. So now when I'm creating work I've gotten to the point where I can tell something is off or I don't like the angle of something and then I start again and and I just feel like another piece of advice I would say that I that I do is just because I put a lot of time into an art piece I'm not afraid to start again I can work on a painting for like three four months and if I'm almost done I'm like you know what I'm not really feeling it or whatever like I will paint over it or if I've been working on an art piece for three to four hours and I finish it and there's I'm like you know what I should have done this in a different angle I will erase and start again because I would rather be very happy about it than to just say you know what I put a lot of time into it so here it is I'd rather say um I want something to be really you know, something I really love, I'll put extra time into it. At the end of the day, I'm still posting it. I'm just dedicating more time to what it is. So I know it sounds a little bit like a contrast of what I just said, but um, don't give up. Is If you want to add more time to whatever it is because you're not happy with it, then add the extra time, but put it out there. What are some practical tips on making money off of your art? Practical tips? So I guess... I, I, I want to talk and give you guys some resources real quick. All right, let's say you're an artist and you have, let's say you're a painter and you have these paintings and you're like, okay, but how do I sell them? Um, my first tip would be, and this is just from personal experience, is Squarespace. I've had Squarespace. You go to squarespace.com and it's a website. You can build your website there. You can pay for somebody to build it. It's pretty easy. They also have 24-7 help. So if you don't really know how to do something, you can always ask. They have templates. It's a great resource. So let's say you have these paintings. I would work on the website. If you need help on it, then ask them. Um, Get your paintings photographed professionally 
or if you don't have the money for that yet take the photos yourself in good lighting good lighting is key um post it on there and you have a shop and and there you go and look at other artists that are doing really well and look at their shop and my advice is just to you can compare yourself to that so then you know what to work for and you see how you want it to look um so yeah that's what I did in the beginning I didn't really have anybody or a podcast I listened to or anybody really to ask so I thought well who do I like and what are they using oh they're using Squarespace okay that's what I got Mm -hmm. what brand of business cards back then when we used business cards what brand of business cards are they using and it was like this fancy expensive brand and I was like all right well I'm gonna spend extra money on that what's the best material golden paint all right well I'm gonna invest in that so there goes another thing that I want to add to this answer is invest in yourself and invest in good quality materials, good quality, um, you know, materials and art. And if it's if you're serious about it, then invest in it. Don't cheap out on your craft. That's great. Um, How do you plan your time so you have enough time for career, friends and personal time? So art is my obsession and i've i've come to find a lot of people that are very busy in their craft they whatever it is that they love doing it's what they do the most and um i don't really hang out with friends that often i mean thankfully my best friend is also my love and my beautiful fiance so um <laughs> so so yeah I I really don't I create six seven days a week and even if there's a couple days let's say that go by that aren't I'm not creating because I'm working on other things I'm always writing down ideas writing back to emails thinking of what I'm gonna do next I'm always in that mindset and it never really goes away so the balance I'm not really the best person to you know I don't really have a a great balance I see friends every once in a while and my family doesn't really my family doesn't even live here so I don't I see my family only a couple times a year so I can see how that can be hard for people but um for me art always just comes first and it's also Mm -hmm. very nice to live with somebody and be with somebody that understands that because we're both artists and I always respect when Joey wants to spend time creating something or when I want to spend time creating an art piece there's never like hey hang out with me when are you going to finish it's always all right finish your work and then we'll we'll hang out um and we have that mutual understanding so I think that if you are in a part, if you, you know, if you are, I was going to say a partnership, but if you are in a relationship um, or even if it's just a relationship with your family and friends, letting them know that you're working on something that's very important to you will set boundaries. And I'm sure anybody that loves you will understand as long as you voice that. Teamwork. <laughs> um, how do you know what to price your art at? Um, so this is, this, this question depends and it varies on every person. So it depends on where, where do you live? Um, if you go to like Kansas and you're going to buy an art piece, it's not going to be the same price as if you buy an art piece, New York, San Francisco, Los Angeles. So it depends on the artist and depends on how the, where the, how much the cost of living is. So, um, 
for my artwork, I price it depending on my expenses, which are higher than, you know, if I live somewhere else. So I think that depending on where you are, you have to see how much are your monthly expenses and what is going to make sense for you to make a living off of your artwork. And that's where that's where I would use as a starting point. And then once you become more, um, then once you have people, I guess when your art becomes more sought out for and um, there's more demand and you're making more, more money off of, for example, um, I'm making more money right now off of these print sales that I'm just creating from my heart and what I love doing than if I were to do if I would open up commissions so I don't really find it valuable for my time to work on commissions unless I mean I just recently doubled the price of it it's going to keep doubling and tripling and whatever depending on how important your time is and how much money you're making doing something else that makes you happy so I think that's also very important too is um to be in tune with yourself and what makes you happy once you get there in your career and not say yes to everything just be comfortable and do what you love and um and a good thing too is you can do a waiting waiting list which is something that I do is I have on my website a waiting list for customs and whenever you are open to creating art pieces for people you can just pick from the list I think sometimes people don't think of doing that so that would be another little tip um you you talked about it a little bit already but um maybe you want to add a little bit more the question is how do you feel about galleries? You said you don't like them because they take a commission. Um, yeah. What, are there any other things you want to add about galleries? Yeah. So everybody's different. Everybody has different experiences when it comes to galleries. All I know is um, I feel that I would rather, and it's also because of where I am in my career, but I would rather sell my artwork for my website or I would rather rent out a place and have a pop-up over the weekend and get 100% of the proceeds than partner with a gallery and give them 40% of what I'm making. Unless then I would have to jack up my prices way more to put in the fee that I would be paying the gallery so then it would make sense it wouldn't be fair to me and all the time I put in to make the paintings so I think that I actually spoke to somebody that's very into has been into the very in in the art world for more than 30 years and she told me that the galleries are dying it's something that will be you know part of the past and I really do see that happening because more and more people are buying directly from the artists and artists have their own websites and you can you can just purchase directly from Instagram or or reach out to the artists so I do think that in the I'm predicting it now that in the future galleries will will just won't it will be a thing of the past how do you turn being an artist into a career um how do I turn being an artist into a career um well I would I would say first educate yourself in in whatever it is that you love doing or that you want to do educate yourself and work on it every single day until you've perfected I mean you'll never perfect it but until you feel very comfortable with your craft once you've gotten there and you feel like you know what I feel good to to charge for my artwork 
once you get to that point, um, I would put up a website and um, and just start selling selling your work from there. What course do you suggest for anyone looking to get into illustration? Uh, figure and anatomy, figure and anatomy, figure and anatomy, figure and anatomy. That is so important illustration. Um, learn the body, the bone, every bone, every muscle in the body. Practice it, practice it, practice it. Once you have like um go to paint people live if you know have have somebody pose for you your your parents or your friend or your partner and paint them or, or draw them and work on hands look at your own hands and draw them 500 times like you you'll just get better at it once you know how to draw the human figure from your mind then you will never have to use a photo you'll never have to use a prop you'll never have to use a live model and i think that that will make you feel so much better when you're actually illustrating something because you no longer have that holding you back. All you have to do is put in the time to illustrate your concept onto a piece of paper and you don't have to worry about the fundamentals because that's already engraved in your head. I think this is a nice question to end on. What did you do before your art career? So before my art career, like I said before, I um, went to school for art. As soon as I graduated, I took an internship in Los Angeles. There's more details about that in the episode of either overcoming obstacles or finding your passion, but I recommend both of them. Um, So I did that internship. I used all my life savings to do that internship, which was unpaid. And after that, I worked for Greenpeace. I worked at an Italian boutique and I sold perfumes on the side. I was hustling. I was hustling. Yeah, I was working three jobs at once. And um, but that didn't last very long. So that lasted about a year. And one year after graduating, I was working for E! Entertainment, illustrating for them as a full time artist. So I also want to add that. Before my work trended on Periscope or before my work trended on Instagram or before I even grew a following, I was a full-time artist illustrating for a living. So I think sometimes people think like, oh yeah, but she trended and that's why. But anybody can do it if I did it, you know. What I did back then was every day, even though I was working three jobs, I would come home and dedicate two hours to put my resume out there and reach out to temp agencies and all of that good stuff. And finally, like I said before, Onward Search um, put me in contact with E! Entertainment. So I was working for E! for about eight months. Then after working for E! Entertainment, we're drawing every single day. You can find those articles online if you just Google my name and E! Entertainment. Um, I became a full-time artist in 2015 working from home. And then, yeah, then that, that was it. I haven't looked back since and I've been working from home ever since. Amazing. You you are incredible. You're incredible. Not only are you like the sweetest person <laughs> in the world and most yeah. talented, but you're you're also like so giving. Like you're willing to take the time to like sit down and answer all all of these questions and give back and help people and inspire people. Oh, I do want to talk about that a little bit, actually. <laughs> you're the best. I love you. Um so actually I I wanted to bring that I wanted to talk about that I'm glad you you said it because I recently talked about it on my Instagram 
And of course, there's always a couple negative people. And I recently wrote a post talking about how um, oh, and if people are listening to this for the first time, I also did a TEDx talk that you can find online if you just YouTube Amanda Lander TEDx. It tells you a little bit more about my journey. But um, on top of being an artist, something that I think is very important and part of my my passion and mission and I just feel like I have to do is help other artists because I see so many successful artists in Los Angeles making a lot of money and and just very successful doing what they love but they don't tell anybody they don't they just they're just living happily abundantly creating art and and that's it and I could just you know just just make art for a living and make money and just not talk about it and when people tell me I had then a couple negative people say like yeah well you just got lucky or you're one of the lucky ones or that's unrealistic um and you know if somebody told me it was unrealistic and if I listened to them I wouldn't be creating art every day for a living and you wouldn't be listening to me right now so what I have to say for all of those people that say it's unrealistic is just um that that's fine if if you don't see what I see then you can just unfollow if you don't like it but um I am here for the people that want to help themselves and I am here for the people that are looking for answers and don't really know where to start because I remember thinking when I was young what how are these people that are extremely successful Mm -hmm. what like do they help other people like how how can like what are the answers like is there a big secret like i didn't know i didn't know other artists that were successful like like what was it did everybody just come from money or did everybody just get handed things or or yeah I, i just those are just some thoughts that i had so now that i'm in a position where you know i am living very comfortably from art and i and i can help other people I feel like a responsibility and a duty to do so um because I don't I don't I don't think I've ever heard of artists telling other people step by step how to make it in the art world like I've never heard of it so I just want to give back and I don't have a book to sell you at the end of this podcast Mm. to say hey and by the way by my (laughs) you know I'm literally just trying to help you guys so um I hope this was a helpful podcast and podcast episode and it was inspiring for me just <laughs> sitting here listening. This was so awesome. Yay. This was great. You're not sick of it already? No, I could never be. I could never be because it's... I feel like I talk about this stuff all the time. Yeah, but <laughs> I love this stuff too. So this is great. Yay. You're, you are... You. No, <laughs> you are. Yeah. You. Uh, for anybody that tells you it's unrealistic or for anybody that tells you, yeah, but what are the chances or or blah, blah, blah. I mean, I can't speak for and I want to interview moms that have, you know, made their art that become successful at home and had to tackle it with two kids. Like I can't speak for for people that or, or women that have done it like that. I can only speak for people in my position. Um But I did see on my, um, back to anybody being negative, I did see on my Instagram somebody saying, you know, it's unrealistic or, yeah, you you got lucky, which whenever somebody says I got lucky, like, I've worked really hard. I've I've stayed up countless nights. You know, I graduated and I made sure I got A's in my class and 
and um, stayed up, you know, learning my craft. So, no, it's not lucky. It's hard work. I mean, I work, I work very hard for, for. I mean, I work very hard to get to where I am today. So whenever somebody says that, it always rubs me a little bit the wrong way. Um, so I had somebody say something negative and then trying to bring other people down in the comments. I saw it. They were saying like, yeah, but you're you're trying to make money, right? So how are you going to leave your job? And like just having a conversation with putting people down. And that same person actually privately messaged me telling me that they tried once and it didn't work for them and asking me for help. So it's just like these people that are unhappy themselves or it didn't work for them because they tried one time, um, you know, they spew this negativity out there. And I just don't want anybody to be torn down by that because you're not dead. If you're not dead yet, then you still have time to keep trying. So yeah, it didn't work one time, then try again and try again. And I think that we would live happier lives pursuing something that we absolutely love and trying it over and over again until it works because it's always it's going to work one way or another then living a life where you're going to regret it or you're working for somebody else's dream so great i hope you guys uh are creating this second and start your 90 day challenges mm, today. Nice. I challenge you. How could you start. not after hearing this podcast? This <laughs> is so inspiring. <laughs> I challenge you to start today. Thank you everybody for all of your questions. Um, I was talking really fast just because we had a lot in it. I wanted to get it all in there. You did. You did, um, you did great. Thank you. Um, so thank you everyone. Thank you for your questions. Thank you for being so amazing and supportive and for sharing my art and I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for all of you and I will continue to try to help as much as I can um, to help you in your careers uh, so thank you very much and thanks everybody thank you and uh, for somebody that leaves us a iTunes review from starting today well when this comes out I will be gifting an art piece so oh. We'll do like a 24, 48 hour time, 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 uh, time frame. Yeah. And we'll do like a 24 to 48 hour time frame. And if you guys leave comments and just give us some feedback, it always helps. It always makes us happy to see people are appreciating the time that we put into these podcast episodes. Um, I would love to give back to you by gifting you an art piece. You're the best. You're the best. You are. You. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Thank you and good night. And good night. Or good morning. Or good morning. Or good afternoon. Or good afternoon. <laughs>